0: Awesome. Good, everyone. How's it going? It's good to see you guys. Um, well, hey, thank you guys so much for coming out in this, in this evening. Um, as you may have noticed, uh, the band sung a little bit shorter than normal because tonight is going to look a little bit uh, different from your standard nights. Now, uh, some of you guys may not be, re- be aware of this, but we're taking a night to celebrate Sunday nights and what God has been doing amongst us because we've been going for just over like two and a half years now, two hey, Monica? Two and a half years, hey? yeah. Which is pretty cool, eh? Woohoo! Hey! Now, I just a, a bit of a draft poll. What I like is, so Monica and I are different. I feel like I'm still quite new to this scene. Well, Monica's been here since the He's beginning.
1: He's still a new kid on the block. Yeah, yep.
0: basically. So I'd love to do a, do a wee draft poll. So if you guys, just to see who's been here kind of around different time frames so we can get a feel for tonight. If you're kind of new like me and have joined within kind of the last year, can you put your hand up so you see? Oh, wow. There's a decent chunk of you. All right. Uh, if you guys started coming along to Sunday nights about two years ago, can you check your hands up? Yeah. Right. The okay. People. There's a few of you. Yeah. Um, what about like the lonely faithful? Is anyone who is here that was here at the very first service? It was back in November of 2015. Anyone here from that first service?
1: Right Whoa! on! woo Woohoo! We've yeah, got an right awesome on. retention right, rate. That, we are doing right. well.
0: I didn't <laughs> think we'd have anyone.
1: I know. Other than me. Some of you. Yeah, and- yeah, um, Michaela and Craig. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> some of you guys
0: are super spiritual. Um, no, so yeah, so Sunday nights have been going on for two and a half years yeah. now, and we wanted to take an evening just to kind of be aware of that and remember some of the amazing things God has done with us kind of in and during that journey. Amen. So Monica, you were you were here at the beginning. Can you tell us a bit of the story of what brought Sunday nights around? Why start? How did this kind of come to be?
1: Honestly, it was the band, really. We had these... We have these crazy talented um, young adults in our midst like Harrison Fisk and Grace McCafferty who were leading worship at youth. And we thought, man, why don't we give these guys a run on a Sunday night, let them kind of cut loose and do their thing. And so Caleb approached me and he said, hey, why don't you find a video series um, so that we can run with the band as we let them do their thing. And me being the resource girl that I am, I was on the hunt for a really good series and so I found, because um, I love the title so much, but found this young preacher called Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church. And our very first series that we did so we could um, with the band was this series called God's Will is Whatever. Who was here for that? So we have that. That was absolutely incredible. Um, and we found a little clip for you to remind you of our first series. So here's a 30-second clip from Stephen Furtick.
2: It's discovering... The will of God for your life is the most important objective that you can ever pursue. After you discover the will of God for your life, it is imperative that you actually do. The Word of God is like a can of paint. Its value is in its application. You can stack up cans and cans of knowledge and God says nothing changes till you paint. He wants to move some stuff out of the duty column into the desire column. So that not only do I do his will on the outside, but I desire his will on the inside. That's what God wants to cultivate in me. You know how we say you got to fake it till you make it. I wanted to tell you that sometimes you got to will it till you feel it. You know what's even more important though? Is that I delight myself in the Lord so that not only will he fulfill my desires, so that he will instill his desires. When you want what God wants for the reasons God wants it, you're unstoppable for the glory of God.
1: series was so epic. We had a massive turnout for that. And so we looked at each other, Caleb and I and um, Craig and Michaela, and we thought, why don't we just keep on with it, keep on doing it. So we got busy um, really praying and putting a lot of effort and thought into series. Um, I think at first kind of trying to reach millennials, but then we were kind of like having the response of the whole, like a lot of the church coming out. We thought, man, let's just do this. And so we have I mean, so much thought has gone into series that we actually have a slide with all the series that we've done just on Sunday nights, because a lot of thought and prayer and prep goes into Sunday morning series as well. And we just want to celebrate that. But have a look. This is what we've done in the last two years, two and a half now, years. Anyone from.
0: have any specific memory? Like, you got to remember some of these ones, eh? You... Goliath? Yes, Goliath, my hey. yeah. Any other favorites? Any other standouts? No, awesome. We're doing good. Um, <laughs> Come You know on now. the reason is probably because Monica, neither one, neither you nor I have a, a, a raspy voice like Stephen Furtick. I know. Probably hey. go, <laughs> <laughs> um, Now, now, if I'm not mistaken, that when you guys started off, a lot of these were were videoed, Like Stephen Furtick's.
1: Yeah. In the beginning, um, we kind of did that. We had like Stephen Furtick and then we had live speakers, and then we did crash the chatterbox, and then we did. Um, Yeah, When Life is Hard, another video series. Because that seemed to be the formula that worked for us. But then we came, we started to do the Orchard series. And that was the Fruit of the Spirit. And we had nine, ten weeks. I mean, there's nine Fruit of the Spirit, but we had ten weeks in this series. That was just tremendous. And we realized, oh, my goodness, we've got such an incredible amount of talent in our congregation. And so we just started to kind of cultivate that with the Orchard series. And then we did that again with... um, the significant life and the just 10, who remembers that when we did the 10 commandments But we flipped it and we did it from the bottom up. And that was just absolutely tremendous and really giving um, young, not young, but new speakers a platform to be able to speak. And it was just tremendous. So we kind of did, we had video series in the beginning and we kind of said this, A lot like, oh, we'll always do video series. It seems to be what works. But then when we did the Orchard series, we're like, we're never going back to video series because live speakers seem to be really working.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And it's it's funny to me because I joined in right at the end of Significant Light series and jumped into the Rhythm series. And to me, it it was quite a crack up because I jumped on and I was like, oh, we're jumping into this Rhythm series. I'm supposed to talk about communion and baptism. Well, that's going to draw people. Yeah. Um, Awkward. Yeah. But it was, it was an amazing series, and it's been so cool. I've got specific memories from each of these ones of amazing messages where God did really cool and uh, really specific things, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have memories from those things, too. Um, so you guys started in February. You wanted to get some different people involved. You wanted to provide an avenue for people to, get, to uh, get involved, and you started, and it went really well, and then, so where did it go from there? Did it just go from strength to strength, just keep getting better and better and better?
1: We were gaining momentum, and it was really great, but then the winter blues hit, winter blues, and numbers really, really dropped off. And it was so frustrating because we were putting so much effort into running Sunday nights. And I remember one night in particular, um, the band was just cranking. They were doing such a good job and been here for hours practicing. And I turned around and there was only a few people in the crowd and I just thought, oh, you know. And we kind of had this thing we would gather with Sunday night meetings. Um, We had this mantra of, should we shut it down should we pull the plug? And every meeting we had, you know, shut it down. Should, is this the week where we just kind of pull the plug? And because it was so disheartening, honestly. Yeah.
0: Right, which is, which is fascinating to me because I only joined on when it was like pumping and things were going well and the band was there and it was heaving because I think it started with just like a few musos kind of getting it together. Yeah, and when I joined sure. on, it was huge. And to me, part of that is a really fascinating thing because some of you may or may not be aware, but not just here at Bethlehem, but actually in the Baptist movement nationally, Sunday nights are often a really difficult service to either start and really tend to be quite difficult to maintain. Um, a lot of churches will have, for lots of different reasons, will get things going, have heaps of people come along and have it be really exciting, but they have this difficult difficulty in kind of pushing through and having an ability to sustain themselves and um, you know, you get a lot of pushback, too, because yeah. it's, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot of work to do a Sunday night service. You have to organize your own hosting team. You have to organize a new roster. You have to get new speakers. You have to get a whole new band. You're basically replicating all the work you have to do in the morning for the evening. And if, if numbers aren't there, you don't feel like it's perceived going well. A lot of people will think, well, why go through the effort. Why not just put all your eggs in the Sunday morning basket? And I'm sure you, you probably you went through those discussions eh?
1: Uh, we, we had all of that, like, should we pull the plug or whatever? But I have to say, Craig and Michaela were so encouraging, and Ross, um, when he was here, just to kind of just, to keep going. But it was really disheartening. And um, I know one time um, we were kind of talking about that, and this verse came up from Luke 15, where Jesus is talking. He's got a whole crowd following him, and he tells this parable of the lost sheep.
0: And it says, Now the tax collector's... And sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisee and the teachers of the law muttered, This man, who welcomes sinners and he eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. And then he calls his friends and neighbors and together, and they say, Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep. See, I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent.
1: Now, there's no getting away from a scripture like that. And so there we are on a Sunday night, and um, on the, on Sunday night meeting, And you read something like that, and we realize, okay, it was so convicting that no matter what, we really felt God say to us to stay the course, even if it's just for one, even if it's just for one, that it's not about the numbers. And so we banned, shut it down from our Sunday night meetings, and just to kind of, to stay faithful and to stay the course, yeah.
0: Because it's so easy for us to get stuck into that performance mindset, eh? Like maybe, maybe you guys are really holy. But for those who run services, you, you judge everything by, is it successful? Is it not successful? And you judge it by worldly standards if it's successful. And as we went through that process, a lot of it was realizing that success is based on different terms. Yep, and we realized it's not just about numbers or having something huge, although those things are great. Instead, it was a recognition that God was doing something here in Sunday nights. And what God was doing isn't something we could just pull ourselves away from. See, because we realized that Sunday nights is quite a unique space for a lot of people, Um, particularly for those who are are non-Christian or have spent a long time away from faith. Um, Usually they come with a lot of baggage and preconceived ideas about what church is and what Sunday mornings look like and how they need to dress. And I can't tell you how many people I've talked to about going to church. And when it's Sunday morning, the main thought is, should I wear a suit? Do I not wear a suit? I don't know what to wear. wear. Yeah. Yeah. And so what Sunday nights is, is it gives us an opportunity to flip the script. It allows us to reach out to people in a way that they're not expecting show some fresh creativity some fresh ingenuity in ways we can express the gospel and you know just like the with the music team that we had here Sunday night's are a great opportunity for them to play a little bit louder play a little bit longer use some weird instruments that normally don't go down well in other venues you know you can experiment with synth sounds and I don't know I'd still love to get a whole second drum kit up here one day but we'll we'll see how that one goes um
1: and we worked hard with that. We worked hard to have, create a more casual vibe than our Sunday mornings, because Sunday mornings are great. But just kind of, we really watched our language and um, for speakers and what we said. Um, just really trying to make it fresh and relevant. I mean, and even I mean, how refreshing is it to see Craig up here rocking skinny jeans and tennis shoes? I'm That's like, right. everybody wants to see that. So you're so, it's so hip, Craig. Like, really cool. You're so hip. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: You can't do those anymore. They're trademarked by Jim Simmons. But it's good to but... see
1: him. But it's good to see him in a stripped down version like that. Not you know. Get that visual out of your mind. Wow. Right? You know what I mean. You know what I mean. An unplugged version. So, um, yeah. She so said it, it, not me.
0: <laughs> um, the other, the other intentional really thing that we're looking at is because, you know, all of our lives are complex, eh? You know, and it's really easy for us to try and distill a message into, well, this is the right thing. Just go and do that. But we recognize that for so many people coming, life doesn't come into simple, easy answers. And life doesn't work out that simply for so many of us. And so in the series that we're crafting, in the language that we use, we would very intentionally try to approach it in a way that uses language that kind of pulls away from cliches that we hear all the time, and instead pushes into the mystery, you know, and pushes into that gray space that a lot of us are uncomfortable living in. It, it pushes in and say, hey, this is a reality for all of us, and so we're going to take time to recognize that and say, yep, this is, here's some difficult things we have to work through together, and it's okay for us to, you know, disagree and not all be on the same page, really.
1: And even during series, um, even on Sunday night, because it's a different feel, um, being able to, like you said, push into the gray and ask those hard questions. I mean, who remembers Colin's sermon on doubt, um, where it's okay to have those questions, and like no question was off the table to really push the boundaries with that. So it has been, from that point of view, real refreshing to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what Sunday nights has been about. Despite the difficulty that they might have faced at one point, we realize that God is doing something special here and he's creating a family, and he's getting lots of different people involved, and we're opening up avenues for leadership development and music development, and so we thought, we can't just pull back, we gotta keep going. Yeah,
1: and for us, I, the, it was a real turnaround that it was no longer about the numbers, and we just stayed the course and been real committed, of course, with the um, support of leadership and everything, so it's been tremendous. And with that mindset, things really did start a turnaround. Um, I remember one night being up, um, in the front worshiping, and Caleb whispered in my ear, and he said, hey, Mon, turn around, and I did, and this place was full with people just worshiping God, and I was like, God, that's what it's all about, for your glory, for your renown, community coming together um, to worship, because now when I look out at you, I don't just see, like, a congregation, I see community. I see family. And that's very much how I feel. I mean, I had to speak at a women's event the other day, and I was just absolutely terrified. And, I, and normally I'm terrified to speak here. But I was like, I just want to go back to the family, you know, and and speak um, to you guys. So it's like I really do feel, even a change in my spirit, like this is family to me. Yeah.
0: And Sunday nights, uh, one of the things that you'll often hear myself or Craig or Monica say is so many of us say that Sunday nights is the highlight of our week. And uh, it's really easy for, I think, For people sitting out there to think, well, that's just like a cliched line we're using to try and dupe you into coming. Like, oh, well, you guys must like it, so I guess I'll have to go. No, it genuinely is a highlight for so many of us because we see God do such amazing things. Like, I remember being here and getting to see someone in a chair just there give their lives to God. You know, I remember evenings where I saw us standing around each other right here in this altar praying for one another. As we gathered around each other and we saw each other find freedom, we found each other find hope. And there's the joy at seeing all kinds of different people engage in this music team, getting to see different people here on stage, getting to see different people speaking. There's just so much joy in seeing what God is doing. There's life sure. and there's vibrancy to it.
1: Yeah, and it's been such an honor to see um, transform lives here. And it's been such an honor to be able to pray for you and pray with you and to see you pray for each other. It's just been absolutely trans. Informational, even for us on the team, to see what's going on with you all here. Yeah, for sure.
0: So Sunday nights, a lot's been happening, and we're so excited about what God has been doing and the journey that He's taken us from. You know, it was a bit of an experiment a couple of years ago, and it was going week to week to see, oh, I'll see what happens this week. Hopefully, it'll go well, and just seeing God do so much amongst us and seeing this place be a place where we encounter one another and we develop a family and a community. And so because of that, as we look to the future, we recognize that it's time for us to shift a little bit. It's time for us to develop. If, if we started off thinking of that beginning point as a bit of an experiment, a bit of a, a tryout and see how it goes, we, we wanted to take this night to recognize that God has done so much in us that we're no longer just an experiment. We're no longer a fringe part of Bethlehem Baptist kind of doing its own thing, but we are community, yeah, you know, and there are so many of you guys here where this is your service that you come to. This is where you worship. And so because this is your community, this is your congregation, this is where you worship, it's time for us to shift and change some things and mature in how we organize ourselves and how we do things. And so we've, we've instituted a few changes in what we're doing. So one of them, which is just really cool, is Ben's just done a fancy remake of all of our graphics and logos. I know. Which you Thank may you, have noticed, yeah, but it's, it's a fancy a little job. rebrand. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that we really want to talk to you guys about tonight, looking forward as we look forward to the next few years, is we want to talk to you guys about team. Now, because this started as a bit of an experiment to see what might happen, for the past few years, it's kind of been run on a bit of a skeleton crew, eh? Total, just us. Yeah, Yeah. skeleton crew. (laughs) It's basically been run on a few of us just to see what will happen. But as we look forward, we realize that if it just stays with a few of us on leadership, it's never going to grow. It's never going to develop into what God calls it to be because it's missing team. And so much of Bethlehem is based on teams. It's how we operate. It's how we do everything that we do. And for Sunday nights to truly be all that it needs to be, It needs us to be a team. And so for you, if this is where you worship, this is where you're involved, we would love for you to participate. Not just to sit and experience something we put on for you, but something you can get your hands on, get your fingerprints on, make it yours, shape it, and put your own spin into it and onto it. So there's all kinds of areas that we'd love for you to sign up on. You know, at the end of the service, we've got a a special thing set up out there, and we've got these sign-up sheets. And if you're here, we would love for you to sign up. There's all kinds of different areas. If you're a museo, And you've been seeing the team rocket up here. Sunday nights has been a fantastic area for us to develop and cultivate musicians. So even if you're still at that stage where you're still beginning, talk to Darren. He would love to get you plugged into our music community.
1: Darren's done a great job with the worship team. And also if you are into production, there's training available for lighting and graphics and upstairs with the song change. And if you think you can do that, man, we would love for you to sign up and do that. And like I said, there is training. They will show you how to do that. And it's not onerous. It's just kind of showing up and pushing a
0: button. You'll be like the hero of the day for Bernie. (laughs) Um, But as well, if you want to just, if you love people, if you love hanging out with people, we would love to have hosts and building managers, people who just make this place feel like a community. Because we know it is, but it takes us to work that for people who join in and come along for their first time. Hosts and building managers that will come alongside them and say, hey, nice to meet you. Can I bring you this way? Can I connect you in with this? If that's you, we'd love for you to sign up for that.
1: So great. And the best job in the house that's right. is doing tea and coffee. Yeah. It's so great. It's, it's like a great icebreaker to um, set up tea. And if um, you're a bit shy, it's a great way to stand behind there and pour someone a cup of tea and just to start a conversation. So um, we would love for you to help out with that as well. Yep.
0: The next exciting thing that we're doing at Sunday nights to kind of shift and grow and develop is we're looking at new systems of giving. Now this for, is so cool. It's really cool. For most of Sunday nights, we haven't done any offerings, we've not done any tithes or givings, because we just wanted this to be a chance for us to find our feet. But now as we're growing, we recognize that for some of you, you're gonna to want to participate. You're going to want to give to what Sunday nights is doing, to what the church is doing. And if this is your church, we want to open up that opportunity for you to do that. But because it's Sunday nights, we don't want to do it the same way that it's always been done. And so we've got this new awesome system called Pushpay that we're going to be opening up in the next few weeks. And it's really cool. All you do is you just grab your phone. You download the app and you upload your details. And then if you come in on Sunday night or any time of the week, you just open the app and it'll find our name if you're here because it's like fancy geolocation work and it'll pop our name up. And then within 10 seconds, you can push a button and you can do all your giving and that'll all be tracked and receded so that you get your tax credits at the end. So keep an eye on the space. If you wanna be giving and partnering with us, then this is gonna be a really awesome way for you to do that.
1: And because we're Sunday nights, we're gonna do something different as well. Um, We're gonna do prayer and praise by text. And we kind of did that like an experiment just over um, the last three weeks where you get to text in any questions that you might have, like a question on the Bible or anything that you're not sure of, you know, um, theology that you weren't sure of. And we, and also the last week we also had the question is, I long for God too. And the response was incredible. It was amazing. We're reading all these texts that you guys wrote and we're so honest. I was like, oh my gosh. We've got to do something. Many of us had tears in our eyes. I know. I was just like, "This is incredible what people are sharing by text." So we wanted to make that available for you. That um, if you have a prayer need, a praise report, whatever it is, and like you were saying, you know, even um, like a job interview, you know, can you pray for me? And you can do that right on the spot by texting. Um, Anything like I'm scared, or I've got, I'm having an anxiety attack, or whatever it is, that you can text and that it will get prayed for
0: all during the week. Yeah, we have whole teams that would love to be praying for you and with you. And so don't feel isolated or don't feel alone. Take this number, save it in your phone as prayer at BBC. And when you put that through we will have teams praying for and with you, which I think is pretty amazing. All during the week. You can do that any time of the week.
1: Absolutely. And if texting's not your thing, we still have the prayer cards on the back of the pews, which you can also use and stick in the red box out there. But we just thought, we'd, because we're Sunday I'd just do something a little bit different and continue with that. And also, if you have any questions or if you have a question on something that was preached up the front and you want to know more about that, hey, text it, and we'll read everything and no questions off the table.
0: So we're going to wrap up this time. If I can invite the, the music team to come up. We, we specifically designed the service because we wanted to spend just a little bit of time at the beginning worshiping and then we go through some of the stuff and share the exciting things that are going on. But we wanted to finish in the way that Sunday nights we know how best to. We want to celebrate and thank God for what he's done amongst us. Thank God for the amazing work he's done both in us and in yourselves and amongst us as a community. And then we can stand and give him praise and worship. So we're going to go move into a time of worship and thanksgiving here together. So would you guys stand with me? God has been doing so much. And just as Monica has had those moments where she turned around and she saw one thing and she, then she turned around and she saw this community worshiping, we think for you guys, Sunday nights is such an amazing place an amazing space for God to meet with us. What will it be like on that day when you can turn around and you can see your friends, your coworkers, your family, people who are currently far off from God, people who are broken, people who are needy, you can turn around them and see them worshiping God here. Thankful for what he has done in and for their lives. That's what we believe God is doing here amongst us. And so we're so, so excited for the future of this community and so excited for the future. So why don't we pray together? And then let's move into a time of thanksgiving and celebration, thanking God for what he has done over these past couple of years. Thank you, Lord. God, you are so good. And this journey hasn't always gone the way that we expected it to. But the truth is, God, none of our journeys ever do. We all wrestle with doubts and disappointments. We all have frustrations and fears. And when things don't go the way we expect them to, we're often left in really difficult places. But God, I thank you that tonight, here these evenings have been a space where we can meet you in that awkward place. where We can meet you in that difficulty, in that, in that fear, in that doubt, in that anger. And you meet with us here just as we are. But God, you don't just leave us in that place, but you bring healing and hope and freedom. Lord, I thank you for all of those moments when so many of us here felt your touch. We felt you open up things within us that would have felt dead for so long. For those here who you have brought to faith in this place by the power of your spirit. We give you thanks and we give you praise for what you have done with us, God. And Lord, when we look to the future, we look ahead with faith. Because of the mountains that you have moved in the past, we know you are going to do that again because that is who you are. In the mountains that we still face in our lives and all the hurdles that we still have to overcome, we look ahead with faith because of where you have taken us from the past. And if you have been faithful in the past, you will be faithful in the future. And so Lord, we pray, would you continue to do it? Would you do it again? That breakthrough, that freedom, that healing, that hope, that life. Do it again, God. In the people that still don't know you our friends, our family, our co workers, those whom we love so dearly who are still far from you. Draw them to you, God. Do it again because you have done it in the past. And we believe that you can do it again here in this place through this church, through this community, through this family through Bethlehem Baptist and all it is doing amongst this area in Toronto. We look forward in faith because of what you can do. God, do it again. Amen. Do it again. Do it again. And so we worship you and we give you praise and we look forward with faith to the future. With heads lifted high and with eyes on the horizon looking for what your spirit is doing amongst us. We worship you, God. Amen.